Hello everyone. <laughs> We're back. I'm Tony. <laughs> I'm Natalie. And we are the, the Lazy, Lazy Book Lovers. It's been like two and a half months since we've done that. We're so excited to be back. Yeah, for you, we were here like last week, but for us, it's been months. So I have, yeah, we haven't done a recording since mid-August. <gasps> yeah. Because um, we ended up with a bit of a longer break than we and originally like intended. November, so it's been three months. Yeah, and I think I didn't see Natalie. Doesn't feel like that. <laughs> I didn't see Natalie until just around my birthday, so it was late October, and that's like probably the longest I've gone without seeing you in like over a year and a half. I was about to be like, did I get you a birthday present? But I didn't. You did. Yeah. My brain nice. is still smushed. <laughs> Time has no meaning. We have our mini podcaster yeah. here. We've got a guest. She's here for a debut. She's asleep right now, which is great. We're hoping she stays that way, but if she doesn't, you're going to have to just deal with it. Baby, yeah. little, little baby squeaks. She's very cute. She's very cute. She yeah. makes little squeaky squeaks. She's a very cute bite, bite. <laughs> yeah, so, twas a girl. Twas. <laughs> twas a girl. We've got a little baby. By, by biological standards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biologically, she's female. We'll yeah. wait to find out what she thinks. Yeah, she <laughs> She may disagree when she's older, but who cares? So, little girl, she's happy. It was a nice birth. As nice as birth can be. <laughs> yeah, and she's sleepy. She's got Good a time. We manifested a sleeping baby. Yeah. We're, but we're afraid and in awe of our powers. So now we're manifesting a successful podcast. Yep. We're taking this seriously, guys. We've got plans. 2023 is our year, man. We've got plans. It's going to happen. <laughs> now we know we can stick at it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now we've, we've gone past year anniversary. And I really, I was worried when we had like a gap of recording that I wouldn't miss it and I'd be like, phew. But I was like, oh, I actually really miss it. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes it does feel like... Uh, it's stressful trying to fit in or whatever yeah. but actually well like because I would lose I only get you know two days off and I lose a whole day of it but I was like actually I'm not I'm not sorry no like I'm not sorry so for me I did not produce a human during this time <laughs> however I've been keeping my human self alive yeah successfully um, and getting loads of reading done getting loads of reading done sleeping properly eating properly, getting on top of everything. You're treating yourself like a Tamagotchi, I I'm, love it. I'm tra- honestly, but like really conscious effort. Mm. Like, cause I came back from, I had a little holiday in Dubrovnik and it was the best, like the best week. Like I had so much fun. I was walking around smiling like a psycho. She didn't even know she could smile anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been a great year. Yeah, by the way, this is a catch up episode. Yeah. Um, This is a reading update, but we just thought we'd catch up on our lives. Um, We're we're so excited to be talking. (laughs) So excited to see Natalie. (laughs) So excited to be on the podcast again. Yeah, so it's not been it's not been a very easy year basically since we started this podcast. And Mm. I was like, I finally feel like me again. Great. Yeah, you do seem quite carefree. Yeah. Free of care. As I was on holiday and I was like buzzing around my uh, hotel apartment because like, when you go away, I went away by myself. I do this quite routinely. I love it. We love a girl that does it. Mm-hmm. It's like seven days in my own company and people are like, do you make friends out there? And I'm like, no. No, why do I want to talk to people? I literally want to be on my own. Someone at work was like, they were like, oh, I imagine you make friends quite easily. And I was like, yes, I could. 
if I, I want do not to. want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what are you talking about? So it does, it does mean there's not a lot to do in the evening. So once you've had your dinner and I'll go have a drink and I'll read somewhere or whatever, there's not a lot to do after that. Do you get sleep though? Or like, does it help with your sleeping? Well, because I know I, I was getting up early to do day trips and stuff. So mm-hmm. I had I was in bed before 12, which is why when I voice noted you my revelation about I could kill my entire life just by eating and sleeping properly. <laughs> Um, that's what happened because I was voice noting my mum I was like buzzing around my hotel apartment I was like I've got so much energy I was like I forgot what my energy levels were like because the battery's been low for a while (laughs) I was like I'm like I'm so buzzy so and then since I've came back and like I have a busy life between work and my driving lessons gym and and then I'll go swimming Mm. and there's the blog there's the podcast the full roster of things, and I was like, you know what? And and you've been doing TikToky TikToks. Yeah, again. I've been keeping on top of my TikTok. Instagram's next, but Instagram, I get, I get a bit more insecure about Instagram because it has to be a bit more curated. Whereas TikTok, I can just do shit. Yeah, I've started not being so mm. curated with my Instagram because of the fact that Instagram is failing at the minute yeah. for everyone. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't know, just posting my story regularly, my followers have gone up, and that's, I haven't done anything else. TikTok is doing mm. images now anyway, so they're offering what Ooh. Instagram took away from us. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instagram tried to copy them with reels, which haven't done very well, because no. people do curated reels and no one cares anymore. Not just that, like, I don't know, I'll share like a TikTok to my story even, and then I'm getting, I've had like several stories been pulled for uh, violations. Yeah guideline violation no it's like I, there was one that had the pirates of the caribbean theme and i'm like like yeah, yeah like, that's the good thing about um tiktok they just don't care about copyright oh yeah it's because they're trying to if they did I like but like instagram has to follow the mm, american rules yeah things like that don't they i don't really know but that's think, why netflix won't let you you're not supposed to use a vpn on netflix anymore because america kicked off Oh, okay. America um, as a whole. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't think the artists like who are doing really well on TikTok, Sam Smith, Lizzo, Megan Trainer, they would, if they were trying to prevent that copyright of their song, their song would not be doing as well as it is. No, I mean, to be fair, I knew her name, but I didn't really know Lizzo until TikTok, mm. and now I flipping love her. Yeah, I love her TikTok. I love her songs, I love her as a person. This, this song, Megan Trainer, I'll take or leave her. But the release of this latest song... Yeah, I'm not a fan of her. Clever. I'm not a fan of her. I don't know why. I was actually Mm. thinking about this the other day. Because I was like, why don't I like her? And I was like, is it subconscious? Is that all about that bass song? Exactly. Because, and this is coming from a girl who has all that bass. (laughs) That's what I realised. I was like, I I didn't like that song. It was so size exclusive... But in, in the reverse, it was just basically telling skinny girls that like they're ugly. And yeah, I was like, no, this is not like, the point. This is that that's my issue with the body that song yeah. is my issue with the body that's positive. That's what I realised as well. Yeah. I was like, I didn't like that song because she was saying that you have to have curves. And mm. I was like, but some people don't I mean I have curves. But some people don't and I was like, they should still be like And like also using things like mama, like she didn't come from a part of America where they say mama. Mm. It was just appropriate. She did whatever she is. She doesn't say mama. No, no. And then I hate, I hate as English stingers do it all the time when they're saying mama. And like, no, 
Like, there's no part of England where mama is the standard. Mama, but, but, yeah. As an adult. I think it's to an adult, as I say, mum. Yeah, mum. Or mom is like, because Birmingham they say mom. Mam is Irish. But and nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere is mama. Um, for, like, as an adult, what you'd call But, yeah, mom. her new song, I didn't even know it was her, and I loved the song, mm. and then I found out it was her, and I was like, oh, do I still like the, the song? release of it? I do still it's like it. has been, the song. like, what they did. This is such a tangent. <laughs> the release of it has been. Like, why Sam Smith went wrong with mm. the Body Shop song. Because she did it perfectly. Like, the, a lesson in marketing. Yeah. Just go look at Megan Trainor if you're in marketing. Bloody clever. And she's doing, like, exercise classes and stuff, isn't she? Uh, not sure. Yeah, she's doing, um, like, exercise classes mm. in New York or something. Because that's how they released it on TikTok, was her, with her backup dances. Yeah. And it's, like, just about to go on stage and release this song. Oh. And then they, like, jokingly do the little dance that's been going around on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, they've managed to make a TikTok dance for a song and make it a TikTok song without... Organically. Organically. Yeah. Well, appearing to be organic. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought mm. was very clever. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> At work, they... Yeah, so that's the difference between TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. You couldn't do anything like that on Instagram. No. And Instagram, a few too many people from school follow me on there. Um, Even though it's my writing Instagram, and I've tried to make it clear multiple times that this is my writing one, go follow the me yeah. one. Um, since feeling more confident on mm. TikTok, um, I've noticed that I'm a lot more confident on Instagram. In mm. uh, I would never tag publishers before because yeah. I'd be like, I'm such a small yeah, account. thing. How dare I? But now yeah. I'm tagging everyone. Yeah, I'm me like, too. Yeah, mate, you are getting tagged. You're getting, you're gonna tag. You're gonna tag. <laughs> I'd maybe hashtag the author, but I've never tagged them. But now I'm like, yeah, just yeah. at you. Now I'm like, yeah, because I'm like. On TikTok, if I do that, mm. they comment on my yeah. video. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, AK Moffat replying to I me, and I'm like, <laughs> I love her. I have my little squeal. Fangirling. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if we if we ever got her on the, podcast, we manifest, oh, yeah. her on the podcast, manifest her onto the podcast. Someone, I don't know, tag her in something, tell her. Because <laughs> I'm too chicken to we email just need her. To ask her. I know. <laughs> Just slide into those DMs. <laughs> she can, like, yeah, I tagged her in, like, a thigh talk yeah. video, and she replied, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, they're, they're doing, I've been doing TikToks, and I've been doing it, like, barefaced when I'm tired, when I look like shit, and you know what? It's making me like my own face more than anything else mm. ever has. Like, I really caught myself being like, I look pretty, and I was like, that's like no makeup, no eyebrows, nothing. Yeah. How dare I appreciate myself? <laughs> yeah, so that's an update on our lives slash a really long tangent about <laughs> marketing. Yeah. yeah, like I did um I did think that Taylor Swift done really well on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. With the revealing the titles mm. of her new album in the lead up to it. She's always been quite good at social media and engaging with fans though. That is that is why she has such a loyal fan base. Yeah. I like it because on Instagram she's had her comments turned off since mm. she had all that horribleness. Um but she has comments on, on mm. TikTok and I like that. I love that. And um I Lewis, Lewis Capaldi. Oh, he he forgets he's a celebrity. He just, he's so like, funny. Like his rants, he shared one where he was like just talking about how much he hates going to the gym. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like a normal guy. He just treats it like 
Like, he's not famous and he's just vlogging or something. Well, like, when he went to McDonald's and then everyone was, like, filming him at McDonald's and he stitched it and he was like, I just love how happy I am to be at McDonald's. Oh, I love him. <laughs> Whereas, so like, funny. obviously he's just trying to get, he's just trying, he's trying to, get to get some, some food. food. Yeah. And he could be quite snotty about the fact people have videoed him. <laughs> but it's he's like, just it's like, McDonald's, mate. Yeah, I really want to go see him in concert just oh. because of him. What a legend he is, yeah. Yeah. But so that's, that's... She brought a whole human into the world. I have just kept myself alive well. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just about keeping this alive, so I've done pretty well. And you're doing a really good job. She's self You don't give yourself it's enough easy credit. She's self <laughs> Obviously, if she wasn't beautiful, I'd still look after her. <laughs> <laughs> We'd leave her in a basket <laughs> outside for the wolves to take. But obviously, no matter how she looks, I would think she's beautiful because I, All babies are beautiful. I grooted her. You grooted her? I grooted her. You grew it yourself. Actually. I've killed my plants. All of them. Ah, but well, she's alive, so... You've got two cats, two children alive. And a grown man. And a grown man, yeah. I mean, I was leaving them off that list to be charitable. <laughs> and my plants were thriving, living their best yeah. life, till I repotted them, and now they've all died. Oh, yeah. So they just don't. So it's a bit of a, a roll of the dice if they survive yeah, they've all a had, repot. They've all had another nice bath. Mm. We'll you know what? Some of them... I've been trying an experiment mm. lately, because usually once they start to look real dead, I just chuck them out. Because of aesthetic reasons. <laughs> Plant aesthetic. But this time, I have just been trying to see, leave them and see if they come back. Because mm. my friend, he just abuses his plants. When they start to die, he doesn't do anything with them. He just continues to water them like normal. Just, you're still alive, it's fine. Yeah, they come back. Oh. He had one plant, there was, it was dry, dead twigs. Yeah. And, and then they... it's re-bloomed. Oh. So. Yeah. I'm glad I, yeah, because yeah. I... There's some of them I reckon you can just leave and I'm see really, if they bounce back. I gave back. them all a bath the other day and I've put them back and I'm just like, let's see what happens. What The only one that's thriving is the aloe vera. Mm. That is happy. Yeah. I've got an aloe vera because I usually kill them. I've got a little aloe that's surviving at the moment. But yeah, Oh, and the one that you gave me, that one's... A snake plant. That's indes- living life. indestructible. Yeah. That is live... What is it? Live, laugh, love? Live, <laughs> love, laugh, run. That's why, that's why I've got so many of them because they are indestructible. And then obviously, yeah. Yeah, I've so. got my, my pot of cutoffs there. Uh-huh. They're all getting quite big. Might I need to rehome like, them soon. I think I moved some of them away from where they were. We're just in plant mm. talk now. Yeah, yeah. I moved some of them away from where they were because um, I think the sun was too much for them. Mm, so now get I might put them back on the yeah. windowsill and see how they do. So this is the time of year, weirdly, even though it's winter, I get full sun this time mm. of year. So this is actually the sunniest. That's why my plants do quite well through winter. Yeah. Because this is my sunniest time of year, but they're doing it like I love this one. Yeah. That one is it's gorgeous. new. It's the colours. It's like a purple one. I don't mm. know. That one's pretty as well. This one. Yeah, or the, no, the, well, both of them, the bendy actually. one. Yeah, both of them. So that's an irisine bloodleaf. Of course. It used to have petals all the way up, but I was impatient and I bought it from Etsy during the heat wave. Oh, is that the one? It came during the heat wave, yeah. and I should have I should have just waited till the heat wave was over because I I messaged the seller and I was like this is I recognize this is just because the heat it was shipped in it's my fault I was like what can I do and she was like they're quite hardy she's like it'll be fine but those leaves and the stems will not grow back ever no so it's going to be bald up to where you see those leaves forever 
Poor dear. You've got a lot of those little flies paying visits, haven't you? Yeah, you'll notice new fly traps everywhere yeah. because they're making a comeback. I think... Is it the time of year or something? Well, basically, I think I didn't adjust my watering style quick enough to the weather changing. So mm. they were all... A few of them were too overwatered, and obviously that's... Damp soil is happy times for those flies. Yeah. My ultimate advice to you guys, if you want to get into houseplants, if you get fungus gnats, burn all your plants immediately, dump all the soil, clean the pots, wait... They can, like, if you've got rubbish, they lay eggs in there. Like, so it's really, really hard to get rid of them. And I was like, and do that and then wait. Because at the time, I had a handful of plants when I first got this, these gnats. Mm. I had a handful, like, six or seven plants. And if at that point I just chucked them all out, yeah, it's two years later and I'm still having resurgences. It's getting less and less every time. Yeah, don't damage your books, do you? No, luckily. Um, I have, like, taken out books and found a fly just chilling on it. I'm like, excuse me. I remember, like, was it last year? Or the, uh, one mm. year, I love snails. Yeah. <laughs> and one year, me and my son collected loads of snail shells that we found in the garden. And mm. I had them in a little pot on my bookshelf. Um, and then, randomly, one day, two of them were moving around. And I was like, oh, they weren't empty shells. Yeah. They were real snails. And I just left them because snails are cute. And then my mother-in-law was like, snails eat books. And I was like, get them out, get them out, get them out. Because <laughs> they were crawling up my bookshelf. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. I would have just left them in the house. But actually, in retrospect, the cats would have killed them. Yeah. So it was probably good that they got to go out into the they're probably They're house. outside animals for a reason, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I want those big African lambs. You know what? When we got Toby the tortoise... Um, at the same time, this is what my mum is like. The same time, because Toby was a friend of hers, pet that wasn't getting on with her <laughs> little kid. Toby was just a friend of hers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with the tortoise. His name's Toby. No, um, a friend of hers had this tortoise and a toddler, and they weren't mixing. So that's how we got Toby. But at the same time, another friend of hers was getting rid of her African snail, and mum was like wanted both, and dad yeah. was like tortoise or snail, you cannot have both. But I was like, we could have yeah, had a giant African snail. Yeah. I used to take, we had pond snails, and I used to take them from the pond and keep them Fox in a tank in my snails room. snails are just, see, you like all the bisexual animals, I can understand <laughs> this. So, so I got a new tattoo, and, oh, I haven't shown you it, actually. No, you haven't, no. Oh, let's do this live. Yeah, let's do this, you can have my live reaction. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like the moon phases. Yeah. yeah. I think I might one day like add to it either side as well. That's really pretty. Or I really want one of those ones where it's like vines going up your legs. Yeah. And I figured this could be incorporated. Yeah. For people who don't have down. visual, uh, I've got moon faces and it's got viney plants coming out of them. We'll share a picture. We'll try to remember to share a picture. My tattooist is gay and uh, he was asking about he asked just sort of quite casually about my preferences and I was like he was like so you're gay right <laughs> <laughs> no, he, I, he, he said it and I laughed and he was like oh okay have you got news for me because this is someone I know from school yeah. I was like no I don't have news for you but I have a friend who like constantly jokes that I am when I'm not and then um, and it was like an ongoing joke and he was like I was like basically the way I dress she says I cosplay like a bisexual and he like he actually had to put down his needle and was like laughing he was like you do <laughs> see and he was like your tattoos as well and I was like I oh, know you're disappointing so many people by not realizing <laughs> that you're bisexual <laughs> 
peer pressure. Oh, <laughs> just on on hinge. Just okay. change reference. <laughs> just see how it goes. No, that's not fair to oh, the women no. on there. No, because <laughs> they'll be like, she's clearly leso. Someone, well, because basically this conversation came up because someone at our school came out during the pandemic. Um, oh, that was that's a good where time the conversation came to. to yeah. About yeah, that was when I was like, I'm not bi, I'm pan. <laughs> that <laughs> to be fair, difference. I think I already <laughs> thought you were pan. Like I don't think if I ever, I don't give it much thought to be no. fair. But like I was like, I've never given it made sense my to me. Sexuality, for, and that yeah. was when I also came to the conclusion. I think I forced myself to like men. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, your taste when we were younger was questionable. <laughs> my uh, taste when I was younger was all females and the men that my friends fancied. Yeah. Yeah. That big company you worked for. <laughs> well, there were lots of ugh, very local behaving boys. <laughs> See, like, when people are like, oh, why don't you date? And I'm like, because the boys where I live suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my partner is—he is the the bisexual husband in that. It's yes. him. he's the only man. It's <laughs> yeah, just him. He's such no, that other, no other man. <laughs> he is, he is, there's a reason I reproduced with him. There's so many people who I know are in like committed like heterosexual relationships, where it's like the woman has openly said, "If we broke up, there is no woman." Yeah, yeah. He is. If we obviously, I hope we never break up. Yeah. As much as he annoys me sometimes, and I might get on his tits a lot, yeah, if we did, yeah, I'd be very happy alone, or I would only date women. Oh my god, you could have like a commune with another mother. Ah, finally, that's what I imagine. And then you could have your homeschool because there'd be pals for your boy. Yeah, yes, I could find another hippie mum. We could live our crunchy life. Yeah, and just yeah. And homeschool your kids together. Yeah. <laughs> Perfection. To be fair, I do you see there's some people on TikTok who do that. What communal homeschool? That, that it's like platonic, like two single mums just yeah. move in together because so then you've I got like someone that. else to help out, and it makes complete sense to me. Should we talk about books? Yeah, I mean we are mm, quite far in. This is bad even for us. Um, <laughs> we hope this might get cut. Who knows? <laughs> Nah, leave it in. So we've decided this reading update is going to be a two-parter. We wanted to make we've our first one months. back. Yeah, first one back also quite easy to see how Bubs does yeah. as podcast guest. Um, she, the minute she smiles, that's not very entertaining, mm-hmm. which is fine. I got a smile, guys, which baby one did not like me, so I got a smile. Baby one would not have, would not be still <laughs> recording bless him he'd have been like no no i believe i'm going to shout now mm-hmm. although she hasn't woken up yet so we'll see what we'll see manifesto you might just get cute gurgles <laughs> she does the cute little squeaky squeaks <laughs> should i go first yeah go on and the reading update yeah. so i finished throne of glass by Sarah J Maas. Yeah, so last time had you just started? I no, I was last you time were like book three or something. I was a book three or four. Yeah. So I'm going to refer to the blog post I wrote about this because I have all the titles written out that are in the series. Um. So this is so the books in this series are Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Heir of Fire, Queen of Shadows, Empire of Storms, 
Tower of Dawn and Kingdom of Ash. And there's a prequel book called Assassin's Blade, which I'm now listening to as an audio because I could not keep reading these after one side. The last book was like over 900 pages long. So I ended up... I was about to say, who do you think you are? But then the Crescent City is like... Yeah, it's massive. (laughs) So I ended up having that on Kindle and Ed's physical book just so I could have it with me at all times. That was the only way I read it. Yeah, It was like piece by piece and it was like my entire life because I was like, I'm going to finish this. (laughs) Would you recommend the series to someone who hasn't read? Yes. I.e. me. Yeah. (laughs) I think it would be a real mission for you because they are all massive books. Yeah. They're all massive and so much happens. They wouldn't be particularly high on my TBR. No. I would do the Crescent City before them. Because mm-hmm. there are seven of them and half of them are quite long. Mm. A lot happens. There's a lot of characters. Um, I think it would be really hard to dip in and out of. like Because I know you don't like to read in, in a row. No. I think it would start to be towards the end. Because there's one book, Tower of Dawn, right, is the story of the POV of two characters... That ha- and that entire storyline happens in tandem to the entire story of another book. Oh, that's why people have like those reading mm, guides. The different reading orders. Mm. I don't agree with them. It was fine to read them in order. Like it was literally fine. I know there's one where you read like a, one chapter, one chapter from different books that you get it correct and stuff. Yeah, but people do that on rereads. Yeah, not the first time. I didn't. It was fine. It just went wrong for me. I didn't realise we were having an entire book with these two characters. And also when I started it, I was a bit like, ah, I really don't care about these people that much. Oh, no. But then when it, it, this is where it's, it's good writing because I, I got into it and it was characters that I was like, I don't care about hearing their story. And then I really got into that book. Whenever there's like multiple POVs, there's <sighs> always one character that when it gets their chapter, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. get back to the other characters. Their, their particular journey in that book and the love the love story, it's, it's really well done. And I was like, okay, all right. All right. Suck me in. Okay. The story opens with Selena. It's Selena, but we're going to go with the American pronunciation. Selena. <laughs> uh, she's taken from the slave mines of Endeavour, where she's been held for a year. She's been a slave for a year. And most people don't survive more than three to six months in Endeavour, and she's made it a year. Is she not like other girls? She's an assassin. She's a trained assassin. She's been brought up by the assassin. I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the reason she survives. I think she's just... Hard. Hard. Hardy. And this is not... This is against her will as well. So they're kind of keeping her alive to punish her for longer. Oh, Because she at one point actively tries to escape. But in... Not to escape, escape. To be shot. Because she's like, I'm done. So she does reach a point where she's like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually tries to get killed. Okay. So she's not doing well. (laughs) Mentally, she's not okay. Because um, at that point, it's to her, it's kind of seeming a bit endless. Yeah. So Prince Dorian Havilliard, which is the Prince of Ardalan, which is the, com- the the country that has invaded all the other countries, mm-hmm. including the one that she's from, Terracin, and his captain of the guard, is written Cole. They say Kale, and I don't know why. Kale is in the food? Kale is in the food. But it's spelled it's spelled K C H A O L Cole. Cole. So when I was reading it, I was like, it's Cole, it's Cole. I refuse yeah, to call him Cole. Kale. Yeah. So well it could be I'm just gonna say Cole. Because I refuse to read I refuse to say that. The captain of the guard, so they take her. Basically, the king is having a competition to find his official assassin, his the king's champion, they're calling it. So he, all the other lords are putting in their own bids and Dorian's like, right. 
I'm gonna get this person who was the sass- assassin of Ardlin, like literally Ardlin's assassin, and she murdered a lot of well-known people in the higher circles. She's pretty good at assassination. So it's, it's a bit of a like a middle finger to his dad to be then here's the assassin of Ardlin as like my yeah. champion. She ends up winning. That's literally but girl boss. Yeah, she has to pretend to be like weak and shit, so you don't find out how good she is until towards the end. So that's like that Instagram you post. To post you tagged me in where it was like oh we I like she's so great she's so good and we never see how good she is yes we do she literally like oh yeah that's what I was going to ask yeah. you like do you ever actually see it yeah she like literally like wins the championship through just her oh. fighting skill and stuff but sometimes people just like mm. ignore these things because I remember one just a little mini tangent yeah. but I remember someone who I was watching their YouTube videos as they were reading um Akatar. Yeah. And they were like in um a court of wings and ruin or whatever, they're like, Wait, um favourite paints? What that's not been mentioned for ages and I'm like, they're always banging on about it. She's literally it's like, annoying. I looked how much at the colours about it. Yeah. Oh did something wake you up. Or was it mummy getting excited about Akatar? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, but she's like the colours that and I see the painting. She's always thinking of the painting titles. It's like a running theme. Yeah. It's hilarious, the running theme. Yeah, it? it's like, it's overdone, if anything. So anyway, and then there's one point, because she's magically powerful, but you find that out later. And the, that thing was talking about her magical powers as well, and how they're like nothing. And it's, that's a lie. She literally like defeats entire armies at one point with just her magic. So it's like, what are you chatting? Yeah, did you read a different series? I'm like, did you read these books? Um, did they read? The baby girl. So yeah, this is kind of we find out later that she's not really Selena, she's actually someone else. So she, Sarah Jane straight up just changed the name of the character. Elena. Um Aileen. Aileen. Yeah. It, yeah. So I was really confused when I started reading because I never knew she had a different name in the beginning. You're like, where's this Aileen character? Yeah. And everyone's talking about Aileen and Rowan, and I'm like, where the fuck is Rowan? Rowan doesn't appear till book three. So it kind of goes from then when she's like the champion. Is Rowan the love interest? The, 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 you know it's Sarah Damas, so she has yeah, yeah, two yeah. or three love interests before we even get to Rowan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah. So her and Dorian have a little bit of a thing, and then she's like, well, you know, I'm your king's champion. Like, we'll never be able to be together. She's like, let's just stop it here and be friends. I think we're better as friends. And Dorian eventually kind of was like, fair, fair. Okay. And then... I can't hear the name Dorian without thinking of the I know. <laughs> I know. And then um, Cole... Uh, Cole and her become close, and that that's quite a cute little love story. And then Cole f- fucks it up, because um, basically oh. it's it, there's who Aileen really is. She kind of has to come to terms with it, and her friend helps her do that. And then something happens, bad happens to her friend. It's kind of Cole's fault. Like Cole com- contributed to it. So she ends up. He finds a way to send her away because he's worried the king's going to kill her. Not knowing her true identity at this point, but because of other things that have happened, he finds a way to send her away from Ardalan to somewhere else, and it's near the fairy kingdom. Because mm-hmm. at the moment, magic is like cut off up to a certain borderland. Most of Ardalan. It's all set in the same universe as yes. well, isn't it? Yeah, so up to a certain border, magic just doesn't exist, and then okay. there's the kingdom with the fairies live where magic is still existing. And then across the sea, there's whole countries where, and continents where magic still exists. It's just this one continent that it's been stopped on. So one of the other continents would be the one in Akatar, for instance? Mm, or no. Or is that mentioned? In... But it's a different realm. 
Because it does down. come, I, yeah. Okay, I come, okay. I come, yeah, yeah, she yeah. gets to this bit I'm later. Board, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he sends her away near to the fairy kingdom to, like, quote marks, assassinate someone just to get her out of the kingdom. And because of her friend, the bad thing that happens to her friend, because Kale breaks her heart, she's just, like, devastated. And she doesn't really do any assassinating. She also she's doesn't about go it, to yeah. the fairy kingdom either. She's just, like, gets drunk, basically. <laughs> gets drunk and eats bread we get it <laughs> and at this point Rowan appears to retrieve her the fairy queen has sent him to retrieve her because turns out Aelin is half fae of course, of course. and she's related to the queen of the fairies <laughs> of course if um, there's one thing Sarah J Mass does it's right fae main characters <laughs> yep uh, so this fae warrior turns up and he absolutely hates her thinks she's some spoilt brat little half human girl he hates her oh so he's a love interest oh yeah <laughs> and she hates him and she's in like a really dark place and of course takes her he takes her to the queen the queen's like well you're useless to me because you don't know how to use your powers because right. she suppresses them yeah and then obviously magic has been All right nesta yeah and the magic has been non-existent for so long that she's never learned to control them but at this point, we don't know how powerful Aileen actually is. So, yeah, and then she works with Rowan, and Rowan tries to get past, like, whatever... So she was actually not like other girls. Not like other girls, yeah. Yeah. But she's very, very... So today, this one is to do with how, like, your blood runs. So you could be half fae, but have the powers of, like, a full fae. Ah. And, like, they, you do a thing where you settle, which is, means you settle at a certain age, and then you're immortal from then on. Mm-hmm. And it's different for every half fae, and it's not a guarantee. Mm. Right, so some of them could be like old. Some of them could be in their forties when they settle. Yeah. <laughs> Forty old. <laughs> I was picturing like sixties. Yeah, it could. It could. No, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's any age. So at this point, and then she's like, she, but she suppresses her magic to the point where like Rowan is just trying to beat it out of her, and that's how he. She's so angry that, and Rowan's so angry that they just beat the shit out of each other, and that's his method to, to help help her get over things. Um, no, of, so she has whip scars from her time in Endeavour as a slave. He, he, she never, he doesn't know this, and she never tells him. Did he say who did this? Yeah. <gasps> so something else happens Sorry, with her powers, <laughs> and she has to be put into a bathtub. And it's because she's hurt. He is there, and he's like, I don't care. I've seen naked people. You can give a shit. You're hurt. Um, you're my soldier, and I've hurt you. You're hurt. And then she's in the tub and her back is to him and he like gasps as a whole thing. He gets angry, he leaves the room. Because at one point he threatens to whip her if she doesn't get her shit together. And I guess she she really reacts to it. It's the start of one of their biggest fights. Mm -hmm. And then he is like fully ashamed because he's like, oh, I threatened to whip her and she was nearly whipped to death. And she she has scars, like it's whipped to the bone kind of scars. No, just like how he's like... Oh, I can only threaten to whip her if she hasn't been whipped. <laughs> Rowan is dark like, and would complicated. You, would you go ahead with the whipping? It's like, no, he, only it's just a threat. Who have never been whipped. But like the queen, uh, yeah. the queen whips. So him, Rowan is part of a bunch of other soldiers that are bound by blood to the queen, mm. um, and she whips them routinely. So it's like a whole thing. So he friends other people. Yeah, they? yeah, it's, they're all a bit fucked up. Because they've been bloodbound to a very nasty person. <laughs> Is the queen that got like? I'm just gonna bring everything back to Akadar. Has the queen got a Maranthia vibe? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And all the while, there's all the stuff to do with the dark magic and how how there is no magic in Ardlan and like 
there's all to do with the magic that the king is using and subterfuge and anyway she has to come to terms with her power her heritage and she and the rowan and then they defeat the big bad and it's all good and there's manon and the witches and dorian oh it's all good it's good stuff you seem very <laughs> i considering you finished this a while ago you are very passionate about this right now it was well it's obviously so many books it's such a deep world i don't understand why the writing in akita is so bad when she wrote this before this yeah that's why i've been not wanting to yeah. read game of thrones no it's so well written yeah. so much depth to it there's not so many of the f- classic repeating phrases the only ones we get are oh, his eyes lined with silver we get growled but that she does enjoy a growl those are the main ones there aren't many of the other classic phrases in there but eyes lined with silver to say crying, to say he's crying, he's welled up. Eyes lined with silver. To say that someone's like welled up, that they're crying. Do they cry silver tears? No. Oh, okay. So that's that's the only. Mm. But for for a Sarah J. Math repeating phrase, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fairly low. Yeah. So you I could do like drinking games. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to think it's written that way on purpose. Maybe it was. Like it's a, it's it's deliberately done in that style, I think. Maybe it was originally meant to be like a YA, mm. like a, a easier to get into series. But then they added loads of sex in. <laughs> I think I think the popularity of Fifty Five and Akomath is probably what did it because she definitely ramps it up after that. Yeah, and uh, I was so excited to get to that chapter, and I was mm. disappointed. Yeah. 54 meant more to me than 55. <laughs> I would happily reread 54. When you, when you go from like chapter 55 to then Akosif, which is at the Court of Silver Flames, which is actual, which is just pure like, porn, just, just porn. Uh, can recommend the audiobook. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, can you take a, a narrator seriously when they're reading out? But like, there's stuff to you. <laughs> the thing is. In this audiobook, when it's like, because it's not, it's not the graphic audio, it's just the normal narrated audio. The bits where he's like, he grunted, she's actually doing the grunts. Oh no. And, and like, so, it's... <laughs> like, how was she doing that about laughing at herself? She must have had so many times. I don't know how they do it. Like, I genuinely don't know. Because, like, they fully narrate the sex scenes with all, like, whenever they say they make a noise, she makes the noise and then does the narration about the noise or oh, whatever. So it. It's, like, well performed. Oh, I need to listen to this. Is it just one person? Yeah. One narrator? But the Cassian, like, the, the woman doing a man voice is sometimes very, like, he gruffly sad, and it's awful. It's, yeah. it's quite good in this. Cassian's voice is, like, Because I noticed pretty... um, when I came in and you were listening to whatever it was, when she did the voice voice and that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind Cassian's oh. voice in this. Oh, that's quite fun. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Throne of Glass. Yeah, that sounds um, good. It's really hard to summarise because just like a lot happens, and honestly, it so does not like we do not get a resolution until the last thirty pages, and it it does that thing where you think everyone's gonna die, oh, so you're like yeah. there like shit shit shit. I actually don't know how they're getting out of this. Like shit shit shit. Come on come on come on come on come on come on. Like there's um, Adion like his storyline like at one point it's like you are fucked, and you're like no like, <laughs> no. Um, and like it's just all these really cute things so like Aelin has just been a, despite being an assassin is also very kind and compassionate 
So, like, a girl that she met in a harbour once who was trying to cross the sea to go to be a healer and learn how to be a healer in the place where magic is still allowed, Aelin meets her, helps her, teaches her how to, like, defend herself because she finds her being attacked by men and she's like, oh. right, I'm going to make sure you this never happens again. She really sounds like the original Nesta. Mm. Yeah. Not quite so much self-loathing because a lot of it is to do with who she is, um, which I don't, is a massive spoiler, so I'm not going to say it. I'll say it to you off her, <laughs> if you want to know. So a lot of her self-hatred is around that, not so much... She she thinks she's amazing. She knows she's good. Yeah. She knows, she's, she knows how to... Like, she, she suppresses her powers because she had to, not because she hates them or is afraid yeah. of them. She's afraid of them in the sense that she's been always been told, like, she's very, very powerful, and that she could, she could burn, like the world to the ground she's that powerful like she's it's like dangerous basically and being taught how to control that is like what rowan has to do once she like stops suppressing it yeah um but like yes she meets this healer teaches how to fight gives her money and says go we need more healers in the world go and like that money and and that girl later is cole's love interest that he meets that heals him because he gets paralyzed at one point and he's she comes back into the story comes back across and he's like oh i just want to meet the you know the the girl that i met and then she meets aelin and she's like okay the lady that is the is the 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 very important person like she's like oh shit oh shit oh my god oh my god oh my god it's also cole's ex (laughs) Oh my god, that's quite funny. And like another person she was kind like to that. back in the day comes and say helps them. And like so there's all these like people throughout Aelin's life yeah. that show up for her in the end. That's good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Um yeah, so her kindness prevails. Even though she's also an assassin and kills yeah. lots of people. Yeah, we'll put that there. So she's a badass is what we're telling you, little girl. And her yeah. relationship with Rowan is great. Like how they go from <laughs> Did you like that? Do you want to row in? No. Okay. She wants a trump. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Baby girl. We wish we could all scream when we need to build a fire. <laughs> just, people just screaming in public. <laughs> I'm really bloated. <laughs> Sometimes you do just want to yeah. scream. I'm really bloated. Well, I feel so yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, like when you've got cramps. <laughs> when you're in labour, you can do that. Yeah! <laughs> must be quite cathartic to just be able to yell and mm. no one can tell you off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, that's... That was... I think I was still reading them last reading update, so that took me into well into September. It's a long series. Yeah. They're hidden, but they're behind... Yeah. The Akatar pile. <laughs> they can go away now, we've read them. <laughs> well, the Akatar ones are just prettier, so that's why they're at the front. <laughs> I do like the original. I saw someone on the Discord group who were unhauling them, and I was like, I don't have space to buy the other covers, but I really wanted them, because yeah. they were cheap, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's do Are you able to do yours? Um, yeah. I don't know what I was... Hi. I don't know what I was reading or whatever. You said I did about my Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that whole series in a row. Did you? Yeah. I'm very proud of I you. I could not not do it. How rare does that happen? So good then. Yeah, so, so good. Well, 
yeah well worth it definitely mm -hmm. recommend but i think i've discussed that before all right and um, the undertaking of heart and mercy okay it's so cute it is like it's a fantasy romance yep. and it is like a hug it is like the such a cozy cute oh yeah i love it <laughs> i listened to it as an audio when i was in hospital with my baby and it was just so lovely so it follows it's like a alternate universe kind of thing okay so it follows a gentleman called heart and a lady called mercy <laughs> great names yeah for some reason they just immediately hate each other nice and they have like nicknames for each other like she calls him heartless and <laughs> um mercy is an undertaker yeah so the title is good because it's called the undertaker and heart of mercy and heart is a marshal right and in this world it has like modern things but it gives me like wild west vibes okay so it's kind of like um it's really interesting world yeah that it's built oh this is by megan bannon by the way and like outside of the town so these wild lands and he is a marshal in a wild lands and i'm getting distracted by her so <laughs> babies are being fed yeah. at the same time Baby, as we are talking like, <laughs> um okay so there's like something to do with like i can't even remember if they fully just explain it i think it's just okay. part of the story and you just have to accept it so people's souls when they die like this special right has to be done okay. on their soul to stop their soul from escaping and um there's like tears that people illegally use to get into towns i think they come from like other worlds i can't remember if it's fully explained because it's it's based around these two characters yeah and the the magical world is just kind of there in like, the background yeah, yeah. um but there's these like evil souls they're not they're like not evil souls they're souls that haven't found where they need to go and they come through with these people illegally creating like portals and they get inside dead bodies and then the dead bodies can walk around oh, okay and they can infect other people so they're kind of like soul zombies okay and, you know that's why they have to do a special right on the bodies to stop them they have to um slice their appendix to stop them getting it's interesting yeah so people who are in the wilds who die like on their if they're traveling from one town to another and they yeah. die obviously they don't have the rights performed on them so then their body is free for these yeah souls, blah, 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 blah. so here's a marshal he goes out he kills these people and everyone needs to have a contract with an undertakers so that when you die you get taken there straight away yeah. and the ritual gets done straight yeah. away and a lot a lot of the time like the ones that are found in the wilds they're people that can't afford this or they've just yeah. never done it because they're like living off the grid or whatever so he can choose as the marshal who finds them he can choose which undertakers to take them yeah. and uh different undertakers take them and they get paid from the government for taking them on blah 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 so mercy works at an undertakers that he goes to sometimes um he hates her he loves her dog and he <laughs> loves her dad who is the one that actually runs the yeah. undertakers and one day he writes a letter and he just he, he writes it to a friend addresses it to a friend 
and um, he gives it to the male person. So in this world, the male people are gods that have been like um, captured by humans kind of thing. <laughs> so there's like, one of them is a bird and one of them is a rabbit, I believe. That's so cool. Hart gives his letter to the rabbit, um, the rabbit mailman, who always wants like a shot of whiskey as payment for taking the letter or whatever. Yeah. And he just addresses it to a friend and he just writes about how he's kind of lonely a lot of the time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, owl one gives it to Mercy and she writes back and they end up being pen pals. Okay. So they become like really good friends, pen pals, but then when they meet in person, they're just, it's like you've got mail kind of thing. Yeah. When they meet in person, they hate each other. So do they know who they're writing to? Or? No. Oh, okay, just yeah. just writing to a friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, cute. it's a romance. Sounds like a really like rich world as well. I know, and I was like, I wanted more, but at the same time, I just really enjoyed yeah. it. Also, Mercy has uh, some curse. She's a plus side lady. Ah. And um, the smut scenes are quite nice. <laughs> yeah. Love it. They're like really... We love a good smut yeah, scene. Yeah, they're just good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, their story is just... It's dual uh, POV. Nice. Mm. I like a bit of dual. There's so much to it, and it's not. It's not a big book. It's like mm. 400 pages, but it was just so much to That's it. It's probably one I'll end up adding to the list. I think. Yeah, I did it as an audio, but I want the physical book so mm. I can reread it because so it was much just of that really as a Kindle. Good. Yeah. And I also listened to the audio book "Hunted" by Megan Spooner. So there's two Megans in a row. And this is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yeah, which love we all know. I love a, a, in particular a Beauty and the Beast, but I do love a retelling. So this it gave me uh, a lot of kind of Avatar vibes because obviously Avatar. Yeah. Beast retelling. Um, so it's about a girl who has two sisters. Their dad loses his fortune, and they have to move. Of course. <laughs> Very Akatari already. He goes out to hunt and he keeps like talking about this beast or whatever that he's trying to hunt this elusive beast. Mm. And he doesn't come back one day and she goes out to find him because out of all the, the other, her other two sisters are very like, you know, caring about finding a suitor and a husband. <laughs> and she's like, I'm too cool for that. Yeah. I'm going to go hunting. And she goes hunting to try and find her dad and then gets captured. Um, and the person that's captured her blindfolds her and then she knows she's being held by a beast animal of yeah. some description in the dungeons but when she's blindfolded a man comes to talk to her and oh. she makes friends with him but she's scared of the beast and he wants her um, he he's like I need, I'm waiting she's like why are you keeping me for so long to this beast mm. and he's like I'm waiting for your man to come and collect you mm. like to come and rescue you and she's like no one's coming to rescue me my yeah. dad's dead there's no one coming to rescue me he's, and then it and then she finds out that he needs a hunter and he's waiting for the best hunter which is why he took her because he's expecting the best hunter okay and she's like mate i'm the best hunter what are you talking about <laughs> so then he starts training her to hunt oh, something yes. she doesn't know what she needs to hunt yeah, uh, yeah i love a bit of really training montage <laughs> So good, so good. Um, yeah, and there's it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. that. Yeah, I loved it. I oh, I just devoured it. I think mm. I listened to it in like two days. I could not stop. It was so much fun. 
Yeah, I think it, I was thinking with my story, I was like, I'm going to shoehorn some training in because I just love a training montage. Everybody needs a montage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, training montages are where it's at. Ooh. Oh, my fairy loot has arrived. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. But. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. But. <laughs> For real though, <laughs> yeah. I shared um, on my Instagram stories. I was t- I was sharing uh, my my loop here pubs, and I was like hashtag not sponsored. And I was like, but, but... <laughs> you'll be on the sponsor. Go ahead, and I'll do another audio. Yeah, because I'm on to another series. I did this, after this. As... so I've been doing some tandem collective reading listener longs. Okay, um, I'm the ambassador for their YA. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned that. Was that our... Um, I can't remember. You've been successful in a lot of your things. I'm a tandem ambassador for <laughs> YA books. Woo! Woo! The Tandem Collective. And, yeah, so I've done some of their listen and read-alongs. So I did a read-along and I got a copy of The Skeleton Key. I think I mentioned The Skeleton Start. Yes, I you have. I was reading it at the time. Yeah. So The Skeleton Key was fabulous. That wasn't the one I was about to talk about. But I will come back to that one. Um, I also did a listen-along of... You had me at Ola. Ooh. You had me at Ola. 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 <laughs> um, by Alexis Daria. And because we're talking about kind of fluffy stuff, mm-hmm. this this one. it was so cute. <laughs> it's just a contemporary romance. I rarely pick up contemporary mm. romances. And this was so fun. If if I hadn't joined up to the read-along, mm. a listen-along, obviously I wouldn't have consumed yeah, this. So, so pleased. And it was just... I've really so been fun. enjoying like fluffy romances yeah. lately. <laughs> I think actually I might enjoy them. Mm. And it's about a it's another dual POV. Yeah. And it's the first in a series called Primas of Power, but I think they're following different characters mm-hmm. each one. And it's it's by a Latina out author and it's all about Latina love basically. Nice. Which is nice because that's not it's no, not, it's not a mainstream thing. No. They don't usually get pushed. But I remember this had a big push on TikTok. So, yeah. Well, TikTok doing the work as usual. Yeah. Although, if you're not seeing these things, branch out on who you're following. Mm-hmm. So, it follows Jasmine. She does um, romantic comedies is her thing. Yeah. She does English-speaking Oh, they're both actors. Okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, yeah. They're both actors. (laughs) She does English-speaking films. She wants to be a leading lady. That's her goal. She wants to be, like... She has a leading lady... um, Leading lady plan with, like, four steps. Yeah. And she has recently had a breakup with a singer, and it was very public. It was tabloid. Everything was in the tabloid. She actually finds out that she's no longer with him through the tabloids. Oh, nice. All this because he's photographed with another woman. He's like, yes, this is my girlfriend. Me and Jasmine didn't work out. And she's like, uh... Uh, What? And she's really heartbroken about it. And she just can't even leave the house without people taking pictures of her. She's like one of those actresses that unfortunately the media just want to report everything that happens to her. And she wants to be taken seriously. And she gets a cast in a bilingual show which is on i can't remember what the channel's called they repeatedly say <laughs> but it's basically um like a knockoff of netflix they probably couldn't have yeah. the rights to use netflix in here yeah it's like a streaming service that is netflix okay. jasmine gets uh, cast as the leading lady in a romantic comedy that's a bilingual one yep she uh is from a bilingual family all of her 
brothers and sisters, all of the family, like cousins and stuff, they all yeah. have children. Yeah. And it's all very like a big family. Yeah. They're big family gatherings yeah. and love. And a lot of her family don't really get why she wants to be an actress instead of getting married and having children. Right, okay. Um, and she just wants to be a, she wants to be taken seriously in her, yeah. in her job. Now, she uh, doesn't actually speak Spanish. <laughs> but she pretends she does. Oh, okay. But she can. She doesn't speak it um, fluently. Like she can read the script, but it's it's like kind of Spanglish kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's quite stilted and yeah. it's not natural how she speaks it. But no one knows she acts like because she wants the role. Yeah. And and then the gentleman we follow is called Ashton Suarez. And so she's called Jasmine Lynn Rodriguez, and he's called Ashton Suarez. I love the names. He is a telenovela star, so he only does a Spanish-speaking role. Yes. Um, and he, so she is in her early to mid twenty. No, I think she's like twenty-nine, and he's in his forties. So he's had a lot of career yeah. up till now, and he is always the hunk swoony hunk in all of these telenovelas his most recent one he got killed off on and it's the first time he's ever been killed off and it's the first time he's ever not made it to the finale of the show so he's worried his career is dying um and he gets cast alongside jasmine in this show and he's like this is perfect because it'll bring me to english speaking audiences and bring me to hollywood maybe i can get cast so he sees this as his chance to ignite his career again yeah she has no interest in being involved in any with anyone because she's trying to get off the tabloid yeah and he is very very secretive about his home life okay uh and they uh well the kissing on screen ends up off screen as well (laughs) and i think you find out in like his second chapter so it's i wouldn't say it's a spoiler is it a spoiler i won't mention it because it's not in the blurb but yeah, so you find out more about his family and yeah, they just kind of... To begin with, he doesn't even go, like, they go out for drinks, all mm. the cast go out for drinks after work and he won't go and then she starts bringing him out of his shell, yeah. that kind of vibe. Oh, nice. Um, and all of the cast are uh, Latinx and stuff, so it's just really nice. Yeah. And it's really cute. Sounds cute. And like the, you know, like in these romances, they always have like have to have the third act miscommunication, mm. which I always hate. It's good in this. It oh, makes okay. sense. Sometimes it's, it's so frustrating. And I'm yeah. like, there's no way, no human way this kind of, no. No. Like, like in this, it made sense. Mm. And it wasn't like, they didn't hate each other. Mm. They just were kind of not talking for a little bit. And it okay. made sense. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It was really, really good. Oh, yeah. I hate those I ones where it's like, it's such a pointless miscommunication and then someone overreacts. And then it's like, it's, <sighs> it's like, we could never get past this. And then the whole third act is them trying to like, her being like, I have feelings for you, but I can't get past this betrayal. Yes. But he betrayed me. And like, he's touching me, but all I can think about how he's betrayed me. And it's like, <sighs> I know, that's why I don't generally read yeah. contemporary romances. Because I'm not a fan of miscommun- miscommunication tropes as it is. And they're always bad in <laughs> you know what i mean it, it's always something that's like super toxic like well sometimes it's quite regularly something that's super super toxic and it's just like her being like i know he's bad for me but but yeah. it's like, oh. like in this just she own it or not she finds out something and she's like she does have a little boo-hoo-hoo he betrayed me but then she's like no he didn't actually yeah i'm just overreacting mm-hmm. 
And that's what we like to see. Yeah, <laughs> like an adult. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they're really good at like talking to each other, and it's just it's a very healthy relationship, start nice. of a relationship. I approve. I like that. Right. So, should we? I'm wondering if we need to do our part two break at this point. But we haven't even got to Zodiac Academy. Oh, yeah. Is there anything you've got that's not part of the series? Yes, I've got a few standalones that come after Zodiac Academy. Okay. So, I read, and this was recommended to me by a friend um, who is living in Japan. It's a much-beloved book of hers, so I need to do do it justice. I'm very nervous about the pronunciation. You've got this. Um, I have faith. So, it's a Chinese-translated fiction... I have written out phonetically how to say the names, but please forgive me if I don't do them right because a lot of the the tonal sounds I'm not very good at. Yeah. <laughs> I even watched a YouTube video telling me how to do the tones. I really tried. <laughs> you got this. So it's Heaven Officials Blessing Volume 1 that I read. A lot goes on in these and there's a lot of like history to the, the novel as well. So I want to do it do what it right. Genre is it? It is fantasy, oh, okay. but it's a Chinese novel, so it's diff- very different for anything I would have ever read. It's completely different, mm. and it was really interesting for me, and I was really like glad to read it, yeah. because it was so different to what I've read before. But the style of the telling almost remind me of how the style of like Norse mythology, you know, the way the, the, the stories are told in that, mm. it reminded me of that style of telling. Okay. But so that's the whole style of the book is told in that way. Yeah. Like like they told the myths in that, but it's like actually the whole novel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. so this is the synopsis. Eight hundred years ago, She <laughs> She Lian I've done my best. Was the crown prince of the She Lian Li kingdom. He was loved by his citizens and was considered the darling of the world. He ascended to the heavens at a young age, however, due to unfortunate circumstances, was quickly banished back to the mortal realm. Years later, he ascends again, only to be banished again in a few minutes after his ascension. Now, 800 years later, She Lian ascends to the heavens for a third time as a laughing stock among all three realms. I'll explain the realms thing in a minute. Okay. On his first task as a god, thrice ascended, he meets a mysterious ghost who rules the ghosts and terrifies the heavens. Yet, unbeknownst to Shalian, this ghost king has been paying attention to him for a very long time. Ooh. So, in this world... I'm so, like, conditioned with Western fantasy... No, what, what's it called? Romanticy, that I was waiting for the female to come into no. it to be the love interest. No, it's a like, male oh, love no. interest. <gasps> yeah. Man, but they they don't they're not love interest in this book. I don't, I, from what my friend has told me, it doesn't happen until about volume four. Oh, so like it doesn't serious. happen happen. But this, she's she's desperately trying not to spoil it for me. So this is very thin details I've been given. Are you going to continue this series? Yes. Okay. Good. But the yeah. books are like thirteen pounds each mm. on Amazon. So these might be Christmas presents. I think yeah. before I can read more because I'm on a tight budget. Yeah, I, I just have not a book that was fifteen pounds because it's an indie author, and I was like. So this is this is a bit of personal growth for me. I have not used my credit card in a month, not once, not even for like oh, a small, yeah. small Check you out. purchase. Mm, this, like is, this is this re- like impulse spending is a real issue for me. Mm. This is millennial growth right here. Mm-hmm. Because it, it just it's it needs to stop. So I was like, right, circuit breaker. 
I've got no excuse. Like, while I'm, like, reasonably happy and well, I've got no excuse to be doing this kind of impulse spending. Like, I need to stop that. And read the books you've already got. Yeah. That's what I keep telling myself. Bit of personal <laughs> accountability. Like, do I really need, like, do I really need that coffee? Like, just grow up, basically, is what I had a little... I like that. Me, me and me had a little chat. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why I can't have these books. <laughs> but I will continue reading when and if I can afford to buy them. Yeah. The, basically how it works, from what I understood, and forgive me, my friend, if I'm butchering this, because she's very deep into the world, and obviously I've only read this one book, and yeah. I've tried to avoid, because there's, there's, the four volumes are out, and they're much beloved, and it's also a, um online web series in China, first, oh, before it was published, okay. and it's only been translated for a couple different countries as well, so it's not widely translated either. So there's lots of stuff online that I would get spoilers if I try to look into this more. Do you know what? So I'm stuck have... to the Wikipedia pages and the Goodreads pages and stuff. I've recently actually been thinking to myself, I read a lot of translated work from Japan, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need to branch out to other I, countries. The book's beautiful if you want to, yeah. if you want to borrow it, because um, it... It did spend a lot of time on the beach with me, so it's not as beautiful as it was, so I don't mind, obviously, <laughs> don't mind around out. young hands, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanted to borrow, oh, it was a really good you. read. So basically, people can ascend to the heavens. Mm-hmm. There's three different heavenly realms. The main character, Shailian, he ascended all the way to like the top realm. Because he was a prince, he was a much-beloved prince, he did lots of heroic acts, which basically impressed the heavens so much that he ascended. And then, when you're in the heavenly realms, the amount of power you have is to do with how many people pray to you. So you have temples to you, and the more temples you have, the more offerings you're given, the more... It's like the... I can't remember the name for the currency we have. But there's like a currency, heavenly currency, and you get more of this heavenly currency, the more you're prayed to. What and the offerings you the get. For, just so they can be. Yes, yeah, so you dark. can you can build some of the more popular heavens official, heavenly officials have huge like mansions up in the heavenly realm. So they go to heaven and still care about material. Yes, yeah, it's so it's quite kind of. It's very hierarchical. It's very mm. elitist. Um. So, like, people from the other realms will work for the officials in the, the highest realm, and they're very looked down upon. So, like, even when you die... Yeah. So, not necessarily <laughs> dead to be in the official... Oh, okay. To be a heavenly official. Yeah, right here. You ascend. I assume no. Death. Yeah, yeah. It's something you ascend to, okay, so it's okay, not yeah. death. Mm-hmm. But you are no longer necessarily mortal. Mm-hmm. So, because he has ascended and then been cast back down... For various reasons, each time that happens, he gets this black ring, okay. and this black ring dampens his heavenly powers. So he is an immortal who's like really hard to kill. So like he he describes sort of on and off through the book, he describes all the various things that have happened to him over the years, and he's like basically some of it is very hard to kill him, but he also will get hurt, and he heals faster than a human, but he still takes a long time to heal. Whereas yeah. the other heaven officials can just like heal quite quickly with their power. Yeah, yeah. He has no physical powers he can use but he's still an immortal so he's stuck in this weird no man's land mm-hmm. so for 800 years he's kind of wandered the mortal realm until he ascends the third time okay. so the first two happen quite so just close together to ascend really or kind of basically he can't die but he's still there and he's just yeah. going about life um and he is known as the, the scrap god because he collects scrap 
things to get by with basically so he just literally yeah he literally like goes around different kingdoms kind of collecting scrap and he's just been around a long time that sounds fun and then he goes back up to the ascend and they have a communication array which they can like is a mental um communication array they can all log into yeah and and he's like trying to he goes back up a third time he's a bit of a laughing stock and he's trying to make friends again with the other heaven officials and uh, he keeps posting things in the communication array and everyone goes silent afterwards. And after a while, one of the younger ones has to take him to be aside. And he's like, so the way you're posting, no one really talks like that anymore. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you're posting like an old man. <laughs> oh my God, that is so brilliant. So there's lots of these little like, Asides that are yeah, quite funny because he was posting like, "Here's a helpful tip if you get back and like genuinely like it's almost like our parents posting on Facebook kind of thing. Yeah. But into this, so I thought that was quite funny. And then they get assignments for things they need to do to help, like, so it helps them. They get more of this currency if they do it and stuff. So he gets assigned to go to this village where she's being terrorized by a ghost, um, the bridegroom's ghost thing basically brides are being kidnapped on their wedding day and never seen again oh. by this terrible terrifying ghosty thing and all of her escort is being murdered when it happens so he gets sent to try and figure out what that's about no one will go with him he doesn't have any powers so ends up two of the junior officials come with him and they're from opposing different heaven officials so they're like heavenly marshals they're called so they're martial gods yeah which i kept i read as marital once at the beginning of the book and then kept having to correct myself in my head because i kept saying marital gods in my head and it's martial that's completely different that that was a me issue (laughs) that i had to keep correcting in my brain (laughs) it's like marital gods why is there so many marital gods and i'm like bloody martial (laughs) (laughs) they're from two opposing like not necessarily opposing but different martial gods mm. so those two bicker all the time and they're quite young and they're always making fun of Shailianne for like being old and being fun. powerless because there needs to be more books with main characters that are like older characters yeah well. yeah so they like bicker a lot and he's just there like guys guys yeah and he's just quite kind of the main character is very just like eh like go go with the flow kind of thing yeah and they'll be bickering and he'll just like walk off <laughs> Done. <laughs> or like something something will happen and those guys are bickering and he's like um so why you've been talking shit has just kicked off yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, did, did you not see what was happening or... and he's, he like they go to a tea shop to think about things and like why are we always in this tea shop and he's like because i want tea like why, why not be in a tea shop yeah, like what's your problem? your problem like yeah why not be in a tea shop so it's it's really these little funnier sides and then sometimes when the joke is a very culturally specific joke there's an asterisk at the bottom that explains it as well oh that's some of the humor is to do with tones and names and words that can mean other words yeah which gets lost in translation or if you're just not from that culture you wouldn't really so they asterisk them and explain them at the bottom which i thought was really helpful and then to do with like the bridal like clothing and stuff that is explained as well so anything very culturally specific they have taken the time to explain at the bottom i wonder if they do that in any of western <laughs> books that get translated i don't know they probably just assume, just assume yeah. yeah like a, they, it's been really well thought out on how to translate this for a western audience oh, so that. sometimes like where the direct the, the actual translation where it's a joker or a play on words or a rhyme 
that would not translate mm. they just say like below like here is the actual Chinese like and here it's, it rhymes and that's why it's funny or something like that they explain it that's so good so they're like this isn't funny for you but this is why this is funny yeah you will not find this funny but trust me it's hilarious so they the the asterisks are worth reading yeah. they're really helpful so yeah I can I can so in this book they try and they he basically figures out what this ghost is about and in that process comes into contact with another ghost four events and those four gods like marital gods martial gods okay <laughs> see i told you uh. these four martial gods are linked to and they've got names but there's also four ghost kings who also have names as well to do with like how they became a ghost king and some of them there's just like a fourth just to round the number out basically <laughs> and like the story isn't that hyped and he comes into contact with that particular ghost and they're like all the other heaven officials are scared of him and he's like oh we had a nice we had a nice walk <laughs> we had a nice walk in the rain <laughs> but it was like blood rain but he didn't realize it was blood rain because he put the other guy put up the umbrella for him and they just went for a walk <laughs> in his eyes <laughs> so he's a bit like i'm a bit confused and then he gets basically he decides like okay no one's praying to me because i like descended three times like i got sent back down three times no one's praying to me i'm never gonna get any like so i'm gonna go set my own temple up (laughs) so he can then pray to himself he's like why can't i pray to myself i mean yeah so he goes down to this little village finds this abandoned shrine and just starts to build his own shrine to himself (laughs) (laughs) shouldn't we all do that though just build a shrine to ourselves and on, on the self-care yeah on the way to doing that he meets a very handsome very at- intelligent lively young lad who's like oh i've run away from home i'm cut off and he's like feel sorry for him so he's like okay, come with me come to, to my shrine come to my shrine that's to me but he like doesn't say it to him because at no point like villagers are asking like who are you praying to like who's this shrine for and he's like um this god and they're like we've never heard of this god and he's like he's a very good god but because he's got no powers like the other gods can promise like fortune or like good weather or whatever he's got no powers he's like they're like well what will praying to this god bring me and he's like um he's a nice god (laughs) you feel good he's a nice guy i don't know and they're like riches and he's like he can't promise you riches and they're like good fortune like he can't promise you that like good no i can't promise you that and they're like well why why and he's like but he's a nice god (laughs) doesn't um, that highlight something about religion that mm, people really want something in yeah terms for praying yeah so he's like do you want to come with me and he's like you can just like room and board for free just like hang out just pray at the shrine not even that he doesn't even um, ask that of him but like while he's there the very handsome charming young man helps him like rebuild the temple and the whole time he seems to know a lot more he seems to know who this god is that no one else does so Shailian is like telling him about like oh but it's for this god and he's like oh yeah that guy and he like knows the history of that god and he's like well no one else has ever heard of me that's weird yeah. and then like there's to to be a good uh, an effective temple there needs to be like a carving of the god and the nicer your carving is the better more better you are as a god like your um status does it have to be like um when you say nice does that mean it has to be like as close to the yes then other gods are known to even come down and like get cross no get cross if they've got it wrong and make them correct it but his shrine obviously doesn't have one because he's like, I can't do a carving of my own face. That's a bit. And then sit there and like yeah. pray to myself. Yeah, but then Hua Chang, I think I've said that right. Let me check my pronunciation. Is that Hua Chang, yes. Chung. Hua Chang. But it's spelled 
H-U-A, Cheng. Okay. Yeah. Hua Cheng, who is the nice, charming young man, ends up doing a painting for him, but it's of him when he's Prince Shailian. And so it's him in his princely days, and it's a moment from his princely days. He ends up doing this painting that's very accurate, and he's like, what? Yeah. Like, how did you do that? Also, pop it in my shrine, please. But he's like, this This guy's just very casual and, like, good at things, and he just, like, casually, like, carves, it, makes a nice door for him and stuff. Like, he's just casually very good at things. Okay. And the whole time, Shailian's like, mm, not sure you're human. Yeah. Doesn't really clock who he is. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> They end up going to a kingdom that is cursed and they go there to help fix things. And the nice, charming young man does surprisingly well for what he thinks is a human. And then that's when he's like, oh, you're probably not a human. And then you find out who he is. And it's a very good book. Oh. Very rich world. Okay, I want to read this. Too. And there's like one point where he was like literally a captain in this army and was like a pivotal moment in history for this place they go to mm. and he's like oh yeah i forgot i did that and they're like how do you forget and he was like so he's like, i've been alive for 800 years yeah. like i don't remember everything that happened you wouldn't would you <laughs> no. no so oh, yeah that sounds really good yeah i would definitely check that out thoroughly recommend mm. it doesn't really explain like it's one of those fancy books where they just throw you into the story and then you're just yeah. there like trying to understand the world <laughs> trying to catch up <laughs> and because it's very it's very different to what i'm used to reading it did take me a little bit but once i got into it there's no stopping well, i was reading it around work and i was like this isn't good this isn't helping because no, i'm reading it in bits you need to solidly. so then i took it to the beach with me on holiday and just read it i spent an entire bit day on the beach and just read it just on the beach it. and it was great yeah. <laughs> that sounds good yeah <clears throat> And they actually oh, like finished that. it on the coach back from the day trip that I did to the waterfalls. Nice. So, that sounds nice. So you got like keep memories of when you're reading it. As well. Yeah, well, I was like fully like sat on the coach smiling at the ending to myself, and then I looked up and someone else was watching me, and they were like, like squinting at me, and I was like, "What's your problem?" Yeah, I'm obviously happy at my book. <laughs> like, sorry that you have no happiness in your life. I had also I was reading. When I was reading the last Throne of Glass book, I was also on a train. Huh? No, but there was a really, uh, there was a really sad bit. There was a, re- and I, I remember my face. I did this. I did the pouty lip thing. You, you were like, what? Yeah. And I was reading it, and I remember like, I was like really distressed with what I was reading. And then I sort of came to and realised I was in a public place, and I was actually <laughs> girl looking straight at me from on the opposite seats, yeah. and she was just watching me. And I kind of like looked up and made eye contact with her, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> that's the day you know when I um, randomly took myself to um, Brighton <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was that day <laughs> um, yeah I like it when people time lapse reading like a particular chapter mm. or whatever and you see them getting upset and they're just like <gasps> <laughs> I love seeing that yeah like um, I've watched so many reading vlogs of people mm. with babble babel babble babel do people keep saying babble or well, babel and I'm like which one's right Apparently we, I can't remember which way round we say it. Mm. We say it one way and America says it another way. Mm. Babel sounds right to me though. I don't know about you. Mm. Yeah, so I'm thinking I might record myself reading the ending. <laughs> when I get around to it. Yeah. That's next month's read. Yeah. Mm. Maybe did... we can read them a similar time. Maybe we can try to buddy read. <gasps> Let's do it just once, see if it works. I mean, that's a massive book for us to do it with. But... <laughs> But um, it's split up into four 
parts. They're Is it? books, like four parts. Okay. So. Okay. Maybe. We did like one part of it. Maybe it's a Christmas something. project we'll or something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's, <laughs> that sounds so good. I want to read Yeah, that. it wasn't really a very short standalone. <laughs> especially as I wanted to make sure I got it right yeah um, I didn't say the author so <laughs> you can do this This is the, I've written it out phonetically and I'm just going to say how it's written phonetically Mo Xiang Tong Shou sounds okay to me to my that ears is the author and then the translator is Tian Guan Sifu Tony's doing it I, I hope I got that right I really did do my best and I've got if I've got that wrong I'm extremely sorry I really did try <laughs> It's not, um, they're not sounds that are, are natural to our tongue. So. They're ex- extremely, he, the tutorial, um, which I have the link to the pronunciation guide, I don't know if we'll maybe remember to include it. He even does it at the end, he's like, you need to practice these tones first, and then this is the tone you're supposed to use for this. And I was like, oh, When I was at uni, I did do a course in Mandarin, and mm. I remember finding it so hard to get my head around the tones. And then, um, it's very different, but... In Swedish, it's very sing-songy, so you have to get the right mm. tones in there as well. But we have it as well. Like, we yeah. have implied question marks just to do with how you go up at the end of the word. It's the same thing. Yeah, like how... Except it's not written in linguistically. How um, every sentence to an Australian ends yeah. as a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like those... Was that valley girls, I think they're referred to. Because we, we have a lot of implied tonal stuff to mm. do to indicate what we mean by something i just yeah. think it's not written into our we don't use any accents or anything to no, no, indicate no, that just, yeah so it's a we can't it's it's a vocal thing only mm. it's not something written mm. it's one of those unwritten english rules which is just oh yeah we, we probably could do with some accents in there we could do with a, a, a lot <laughs> <laughs> right Okay. Oh, is this a good point to end this week? Well, yeah, we are 90 minutes in. <laughs> so once it's edit- edited, it might be a little bit shorter, but I'm not sure for how much. No. So. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. We'll talk about some books eventually. We will see you next week for, for some part more books. two. Yeah. Bye bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.